Bachelor Life with Brent and Jeff. I'm the champion of the world, and nothing can be done about that. I can't be beat. And I won't be beat. This is the Altar Life with Brent and Jeff and Mr. T. Thanks for listening this evening. We are excited to be here. Another topic, another fresh night, another great list of music. Just looking through here, some great bands in store for you all. So thanks for listening to us. Jeff, are you excited? I'm excited. And uh, never fear, we're not going to be playing Carmen's the Champion tonight. <laughs> or I know all you Carmen fans are like, oh. And they Who's turn off. Carmen? Yeah. <laughs> but, um,. We can't be beat and we won't be beat because we are more than conquerors, which is our topic tonight from Romans chapter 8. So flip open your Bibles, put your finger there. We'll be flipping around perhaps. And um, we're very thankful that you tuned in. Hopefully you enjoy the music that we have tonight. We got three double plays coming your way and um, we're going to keep them a secret so you can find out as they come. Oh, the suspense uh, we- is building. <laughs> More Than Conquerors, our topic tonight on the Alter Life of Brent and Jeff, and um, what does that mean, and what does that look like to be more than a conqueror, and how do we... Like a super conqueror. Yeah, and we're joint conquerors (laughs) with Jesus. We are all conquerors, it says, because of what he's done for us, and how the love of God is with us, and nothing can separate us from it. Nothing we do, nothing other people do, nothing the enemy does, nothing can be undone that was done on the cross, and it's just such a encouraging and peaceful reminder when we read this it's like oh thank goodness because (laughs) if it did i would have done it a long time ago if anything could separate me i'd be separated and you know irreconcilable at this point it would never be able to be rejoined again and um, we're just thankful because jesus has done the most amazing thing for us which is exchange his life for ours and given us righteousness and eternal life by his death on the cross, by his own sacrifice. And if he's done that for us, how much more is he going to do so much more to get us to where we need to be with him in our walk with him? It's interesting, you know, personally, just a little tidbit. (laughs) Um, God's been just working in my life and showing me about how, um, and we've all been in these phases of our life before, but how weak we are, um, how much of incapable we are in being pure and holy and, and right and just... We struggle, we try, try, try on our own, and then we, like, fall, 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 and we get all depressed and down on ourselves. And then we realize, like, Christ, like, it's all about God again. You know, you kind of go back to the basics, and you sit with Jesus, and Jesus reminds you that, hey, you know what? It was all about me to begin with, and it's still all about me. Where did you go wrong? Um, So, personally, I'm excited about the topic tonight because I just feel like that's something God's been working in my life, showing me about how frail and how weak I am, and if you're in that place tonight where you're just struggling and um, you know you feel weak and human, it's okay. We're all humans here. No one's superhuman, um, or else we wouldn't need the Word of God. We wouldn't yeah. need Jesus. We'd beat Jesus because he's superhuman, um, and uh, he's better than superhuman. So um, we're excited about the topic tonight, and we're going to keep the music rolling. We've got a lot of great stuff ahead. Um, and just as we as we go through this passage, just let it wash over you and remind you that Jesus is what is everything we need is the only thing that we need. And uh, Paul's context here, where he's talking about being a, more than a conqueror, is coming out of Romans 18, where he also talks about how we suffer and how the sufferings of this present time cannot be compared to the glory that's going to be revealed in us. And he talks about how you know, with all these things that we're going through, if God is for us, who can be against us? And 
all these things are going to happen to us. It says, who's going to separate us? Tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword. All these things we could encounter. And we might think, God, why is this stuff happening to me? Am I separated from you? Am I, am I doing something wrong? Am I you know, not in proper communion with you? What's going on? And um, Paul is saying, no, by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, no, none of these things can separate us from God. And when we're going through these difficult times, we need to know that God has given us the power to overcome those things because he's overcome the world. He says, do not fear. I've overcome the world. We can then overcome as well because we have Christ living inside of us. It's pretty intense to think about that we have that kind of power. We should have the He-Man sound by I have the power. And then we add in through Jesus. <laughs> so it's not like blasphemous. Um but uh, yeah, Jesus, Jesus is the one that we lean on in those times, and he should be. And often we try to lean on things that fall over, and we find ourselves falling over with those things that just fell over. That was the second half of the Fighting Instinct double play. The first song was called Desperate, which is a fan favorite here on The Alter Life. And, a Brent uh, and Jeff favorite. Well, yes, right? yeah, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know what our fan favorites are because our fans don't tell us. Uh, the next song after that we have is the under. Is called Under the Gun. So I hope you enjoyed that Fighting Instinct double play. Yeah, Under the Gun. Sometimes we feel like we are under the gun. That's right. I don't know what that means necessarily. I know like if someone had a gun over me, it would be kind of crazy. I would hate to be staring down the barrel of a gun. Yeah, that would be worse than being under the gun. Yeah, because if I'm under the gun, I'm like, that was a close call. <laughs> I might just have like a short haircut now. But, um, oh, I just got a little singed. Uh, just a little singed. Burnt hair is a bad smell. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I've it's, been it's pretty early for us to be so crazy. But, um, I was just saying, I hey, think tonight's going to be great. Yeah. Tonight's going to be a good, good night. Um, uh, more than conquerors. Yeah, let's get back to the topic here. Uh, more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. Jesus' death on the cross. I mean, do we really need to say anything more? I don't think we do. But all right, next time we have it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus' death on the cross. You know, when we came to Jesus, how did we come to him? We came as we were, and we said, Jesus, save me, because your name is Emmanuel, and you're going to save your people from your sins. So, sense. yeah, <laughs> it's pretty, it's all in the name. <laughs> um, but we oftentimes get to a point where we're like, okay, I need to conquer this myself. Or now there's this problem in my life. I need to overcome it. I need to get over it. When Jesus says, you couldn't do that to begin with. Why would you think you could do it now? You know, I've given you the strength, but it's strength to come to me. It's not strength to do it on your own. Yeah. I think sometimes we can take the strength that Jesus provides for us and the, maybe this the that the spirit gives us. And we're like, yes, I have the power to overcome this. I have the power to overcome this. Me, I will do it. Yeah. Because of Jesus, but I will do it, you know? And he's, Jesus is like, no, you like, couldn't do it on your own, period. Now that I've got the power of Christ, I'm going to go out and <laughs> defy all up and leap tall buildings with a single bound. And, you know, it's like we got superpowers now that we have Jesus, you know? It's like, you know, no, we're still human. Yeah. Come on. We, um, Come on. We need to remember that Jesus is the one that does the conquering. Right. And when we need something conquered... Jesus is the one to go to. Jesus conquered sin and death. How can he not conquer our petty little problems in our lives? And when he says that we are more than conquerors, it's through him. It's not because we're really cool and we're awesome. And God's like, I want you to be able to be conqueror conqueror of this. 
I want you to be able to conquer this. No, it's about what he did on the cross. We can't re- we can't forget how important it is what he did, not what we have done. And I think Jeff hit on a key point that we often get confused by. And um, is that, you know, when we get saved, we feel like, you know, oh, wow, now we have Christ inside of us. And, you know, now we're going to be perfect as a young Christian. You know, now we're going to be just all this stuff. We're going to be perfect. And we're going to have these, you know, we can go off and accomplish so many things. And, you know, we're never going to be perfect until heaven, you know, and we're always going to have struggles. This is still earth and we're still human and we still have a a nature that's fallen. And um, it's just we've been given a new body in Christ. We've been given all the amazing things we've been given from heaven. Um, and we have access. I mean, that's the biggest thing that we've got is access to the Father. You know, He sees us as perfect. He's put that on us. It's not something we've attained. And so He can give us help in time of need. And He can make us more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. Um, it ain't about what we've done. Sounds like a lot of supernatural baloney to me. Supernatural. Perhaps baloney Perhaps not. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, that was Roads by Mainstay. And um, I, I was just sitting here thinking about how weak I am. Of course, I mean, that's what the show should be called, how weak we are. because we were doing an arm wrestling competition during those last couple of songs. I proved how weak you were. So. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh, <laughs> um, and just thinking about how strong Jesus is and how great he is in comparison to me. And... Um, you know, I was thinking, we were just talking about Peter and how, you know, Peter was the classic example of Mr. Good Intentions, you know, had, you know, I'll, I'll do all this stuff for you, Lord. I'll, I'll never deny you. And then he denies him. You know, I'll, I'll, um, don't ever wash my feet. I can, you know, I don't need that. Well, then you don't have any kingdom. Okay. Then wash all of me. You know, it's like Peter was the classic, you know, I don't need you, Christ. I can do it on my own. And then realizing that, look, I'm really weak and I'm still human and I'm still, I still have those, those flaws because I'm still human, you know, and I need you, Christ. I mean, I think he got to the point where he's like, you know what? I, without you, I can't do anything. I mean, the classic example was Peter walking on the water. He did that by looking at Christ. As soon as he turned his face and looked, realized what he was going on with him, he fell. And, and that's the same with us. You know, the, the more we get confused and we look at ourselves and we, stop looking at Christ, the more we just fail and we're weak and we struggle and we look at Christ, oh, Christ can help us through this. Christ is the one that gives me strength. Um, Christ is the one that sees me through. He's already done that for us on the cross. And um, that's somewhat of the message tonight. Yeah, I think we we get into some of these scenarios like Paul is talking about, you know, like Peter, for instance, when everybody's coming to take his Lord away. And, you know, this isn't what I planned. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a stressful time or, or when he's saying, I'm not going to deny Jesus. And then people start to call him on it and he starts to get persecution saying, you were with him. You were one of those guys. And he goes, uh, 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 no, I wasn't. And we think that when we get into circumstances, well, I have Jesus now, so I'll be good. And we try to rely on our own strength when we face these things. And Jesus is saying, you're going to face these things, but remember you've overcome them because I have overcome them. Not because you can in your own strength. It's all about what God can do through us. We need to remove ourselves from the equation. And I think with this whole more than conquerors thing, I get the image of, you know, Jesus has won. He's won the battle. He's won the battle over sin, over death. And then I want to get my hands in the mix and I'm like the water boy 
trying to get hoisted up on everybody's shoulders after the Super Bowl. You know, it's like, and but I do that. I'm like, Coach, I'm gonna go. You know, imagine like the quarterback going for the game-winning play, and then I'm the water boy, and I run onto the field and take the ball out of his hands and say, oh, I'll score the t- game-winning touchdown. I'll do it. And what happens? I trip over my water pail, and I get <laughs> sacked. You know, it's it's actually more appropriate to say that the quarterback already threw the pass and scored the touchdown. Yeah. The team already won, yeah. and I'm trying to score it again. Yeah, I'm like, no, I can do it. I'll pick up the spiked <laughs> ball and run it back for a touchdown. <laughs> it, it's, it's backwards because it's already been accomplished. There's nothing more for us to do. We just need to live in that. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. You're unbelievable. The Altar Life. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Yard sales are unbelievable. What Jeff? more conquering? What is it gives you more of a feel of accomplishment and having conquered something than when you get priceless item for a cheap price uh-huh. <laughs> and and i've always wondered what the difference is between the yard sale and the garage sale but the garage mm. sale sounds a little more exciting like it's not just out in the yard it's actually in the garage i feel like yeah yard... it's never in the garage no it's always out in the driveway somewhere. i feel like garage sales have more potential for the uh you know the one they call them the unclaimed treasure or like the unseen treasure because it's like this was yeah. just in my garage i had no idea it was in there what it's the entire original collection of, you know, the 1927 Yankees baseball cards. Where did they come from? My garage. Yard sale, I always feel like it's like a bunch of garden gnomes, maybe some tools. Yeah, some, you know, little old glasses and old, uh, yeah. like, trinkets for the top of the counter. Garage sale, I feel like you could get, like, a moped. Yeah. Or, or something like that. That you, All these just little, little polish and shine. I wonder and, what and the most be- sold thing is at a garage sale. You know, is it like a um, treadmill? I know what it is. What? Old paperback books you in think? the boxes. Yeah. You know, it's like 25 cents a book. Yeah. People just get rid of totally. all those books that they have. No, it might or not be it. Or no, VHS tapes. You're like, who even owns a VCR anymore? That's You're selling it because you don't have one anymore. Why are you selling Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo? It's like all sequels of movies that weren't successful to begin with. D3. Really? They made a third Mighty Ducks? I actually own that. I actually own all three. On VHS. <laughs> Coming to a yard sale near Jeff. <laughs> I have some great movies of VHS tapes. VHS is great. Really? I think so. Why they do DVDs then? Because they can't just settle. People are just weird, I guess. I don't know. And there's just people that are like the professionals. Like they have the yard sale. It's like they're in a little side business. Yeah. Um, they sell candy and they sell like stuff. <laughs> they try to make a quarter out of it or a nickel or something. <laughs> it's like it's especially around this time too, like the early summer, because yeah. it's like weather's a lot of nice hassle for not a lot of return. Yeah, like the amount of time you spend on a yard sale is probably like what six hours, yeah. maybe even wow. more prep time and all that stuff. Because you have to organize it; it can't be just strewn about. You got to have tables, and like items have to be with like items. That's true. The yeah. setup of the yard sale and the garage sale is scientific. And it has to be, yeah, the people have to go from one, and then this will ex- inspire the purchase of the following. Like, well, here's the lampshade, but I need the lamp. Ah, the I got that. over man. there. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I got that in back. You need to come and check that out. It's like real shady. <laughs> what? Why do always I? leery about the, and, and the barter comes in, you know, yeah. the whole money thing, like where you're like, oh, it's $10, um, I'll give you five for it. No, never have you realized how cheap human beings are. It's like, 
25 cents. For that, I'll give you 25 cents for all five. The buck down, the guy down the block was going to give it to me for 13. <laughs> and I'd be like, go. Do we really need to negotiate to a nickel? Come on. <laughs> I'll give you the nickel and thanks. It would have been 30 bucks instead of a nickel anyway. <laughs> what so. happened to inflation? <laughs> anyway, that was fun. There's nothing you can really do to prepare to rock. Do you prepare to eat a delicious meal? No. Are you hungry? Then you're going to eat it. And I'm hungry for rock 24-7. The Altar Life. With Brent and Jeff. That was Underneath the Blood by Petra. That was a way, way back song. It was in the 90s. It was a nice flashback, but it's from the hair metal era of Christian music. Petra is just... You can hear the hair in that song. You really can. (laughs) You can hear it thrashing around. (laughs) But never being put out of place no, with all the hairspray that was right. used. Tight pants, billowy pirate-like shirts. Headbang for two hours and your hair looks exactly the same as when you started. <laughs> oh, Petra. What an age. What a band. What a solidly scriptural, doctrinal band. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, I guess they're Christian. They kind of talk about God if you think about it in this way. No way. Petra, bam. In your face. In your face. Underneath the blood. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what we're talking about tonight. Conquerors. We are sold. Um, we're bought <laughs> by the blood of Christ. I guess we're sold into his citizenship. And um, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Let's play some more music. left over from the garage sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was still thinking about that. Um, yet, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded... That neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And we can't read that enough. I mean, that just blatantly says, you know what? We are incapable as believers and as being God's bought <laughs> bought people um, set apart. There is no possible way that we can be separated from his love. And, you know, whatever we're going through tonight, whatever we're struggling through, whatever the, the, flavor, of the, um, the flavor of the day is in terms of our struggle, um, you know, it's at his cross. It's at the cross that we leave that. And, you know, we can say that. It's like the Christian thing to say. That's easy for you to say. You're not going through what I'm going through. You know, it doesn't smack you in the face every morning when you wake up. I've been there. I, I know. I know what that is, and I'm going. You know, I live it every day. And um, but you know what? The truth is, we can just give it back to Christ. You know, His yoke is easy. His burden is is light. You know, and um, that's a promise. You know, it's not like well, in some days it's true. No, all days it's true, and it's true because we don't have to take it anymore. It's not our responsibility to try to figure it out on our own. Um, Otherwise, we wouldn't need Christ, and this this verse wouldn't exist. Um, we we would be less than conquerors. We would be, you know, strugglers. Yeah. And um, that's not what the word is saying tonight. Yeah, we'd be those guys that are constantly in like the chokehold, like wrestling. Just yeah, it's like Never this winning. perpetual state of mediocre. <laughs> you know, we're in the middle, and there's no losing or winning. It's just a struggle. And, um, and what Brent said is is true. You know, all these things that we deal with on a daily basis. It's the things that you know. They hunt you down every day. Yeah, it's just the same old. We take it to the cross. Jesus Christ said we are more than conquerors because of him, because of what he's done. That doesn't change 
because we have a bad day at work. That doesn't change because we sin. It doesn't change. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Nothing can separate us. And we have to hold on to that. If there's something you're struggling with, a sin that just keeps hounding you and hunting you down, take it to the cross. There's no way that we can conquer that without the cross. We can't do it in our own power. We weren't saved in our own power. We can't be sanctified in our own power. You know, what I sometimes struggle with when I read some of these verses is just picturing, okay, what does that really look like in my life? You know, how do I really do it? I mean, I still have to go through the day. I still have to live in the issue. I still have to plod through the problem. I still feel, don't feel good about it, you know, and those are all the fleshly reactions to that. I mean, reality is we live in earth and it's fallen (laughs) and we're always going to have that struggle. All that's always going to be there. And so what does it really look like? What it looks like is in our hearts, we're not trying, we're not on the treadmill trying to save face on our own strength. We're, we're realizing it's like admitting, yes, Lord, I don't know how to do this. Yes, Lord, I am broken. Yes, Lord, I am struggling. I'm struggling now. I'm struggling in a minute. I'm struggling in five minutes. It's being that real with Christ, you know. Are we that real with our Savior, you know? What's our relationship with Christ really look like? Are we trying to save face even with Him? Because we think He expects us to save face. Does He, does he, he, we think He expects us to somehow be conquerors. And no, He loves us to just be honest and weak so that he can save us and we can praise him for it. Um, Man, this is starting to rock me a little bit because I'm just thinking, you know, in life, in this world, people don't react the way Christ reacts. You know, we're used to people, um, if we went to someone and said, you know what, I'm really struggling with da-da-da-da. And you know what, what you're, you know, I was just thinking about it in my own life with work, you know, looking at it and telling, I could tell him, go tell my boss, hey, you know what, I'm really incapable of doing everything you're asking me to do. I don't feel competent enough. I don't, you know, I, I can't do it. And, you know, I was that brutally honest. He would get scared and start trying to figure out how he was going to get me out. <laughs> um, and he'd be freaked and I'd be freaked. But when we come to Christ and we say, you know what? I'm weak. I don't, I can't do this anymore. I'm struggling. What does Christ say? He goes, I know, you know, I know that you're struggling. I know that you can't handle this by yourself. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you through it. That's why I died. That's why I exist. That's what my love means in your life. And I think he takes us through these things in our lives to get us to the place where we can't, you know, no matter if it was easy for us to get through, then we would just get through it and we wouldn't think we needed Christ. When he puts us in those situations, it makes us realize that Christ, it's all, you're all that I need. And I think ultimately that's what he wants to prove in our lives is that we're, he's all that we need. And because then he can have the role that he's supposed to have in our lives as our savior, as our Lord, as our King and as our God. And man, you know, it's our pride that gets in the way a lot of times. Yeah. I mean, when you think about the kingdom of God, we always talk about this on our show. It's always counterintuitive. (laughs) Yeah. In order to be a conqueror, you need to put your fist down. You need to stop fighting. You know, it, it really is, it's a humbling thing. It's God saying, if you want victory over something, then you need to stop trying to, to have victory over it and <laughs> let me do it. You know, it's just in all these things, all these trials and tribulations and the swords are going to come and the peril and the, the nakedness when you have no, you know, nothing to live with, nothing to live for. They're going to come. 
but nothing will separate you from my love and my love conquers covers sin and you know god's love was so powerful that it raised him from the dead so that we could live with him i mean it's just that's god's love for us and we don't need to try to strive to make it work for us jesus conquered it he took over and we just we love to hold on and it just it it causes a lot of problems in our lives because i just need to relinquish my hold and i need to stop fighting against god in order to be a conqueror on god's behalf you know it's kind of funny how that works out anyway you're listening to the Alpha Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, that was Game On by Disciple, and we're just thankful for you being here tonight. I hope that this episode has been encouraging or is encouraging to you. Um, you know, we you can check out our previous episodes at www.thealtarlife.com if you've missed the last few, and um, other stuff on there as well, especially a link to be able to listen to us online, where maybe you're not hearing us quite right on your radio in your house. You can tune on and listen right online through that computer of yours. That was more than by need to breathe, more than conquerors. Hmm? And uh, we played the song Lay Him Down, and that's what we were talking about. You know, if you have problems, you have burdens, you lay them down. Come and lay them down at the cross. Jesus is victorious. He said it is finished, not it has begun or your part starts now. <laughs> you know, I did my part. <laughs> you imagine if he said that when he was on the cross? All right, my job's done. Yeah. No, he said, it is finished completely. He didn't just, you know, it's not like, all right, I had to do this part, and now you have to do this part. It's all been done for us. And, um, you know, we need we can just rest in that. And it's such a freeing thing. And we're able to walk free from sin and have victory over sin. And we don't allow the struggles and the, the problems of this world to bog us down because nothing can be compared to what the outcome is because of the victory that Jesus has given us through his death on the cross. It's just... Yeah. You know, we how many times have we sat there and we've spun and tried to figure out our lives and, you know, even if it's something that's sin that we're struggling with that, you know, we always say we're going to beat it. We make promises to God and say, <laughs> I'm never going to do it again, Lord. And we do it again and we say, keep going through this vicious cycle. Um, we're, we're basically living without the power of Christ. And... It isn't until we give up, admit it's wrong, and actually admit that we're not going to beat it and um, stop trying to do it in our own strength that the Lord has the opportunity to be a conqueror on our behalf and actually allow us the ability to move past something like that. And it's going to be in His strength. You know, if we did it in our own strength, we'd all be all prideful about it. Our flesh would glory, but Christ has it set up in a way that He gets the glory. And um, our lives should be giving the glory to Christ, you know. And when we beat that thing and we feel how, wow, that's amazing how Christ did that, then we're going to want to tell that to the person next to us and we're going to want to share that good news with those around us. And that's the point of the gospel. Um, And God's love is amazing. And we just hope that you've gotten the flavor of that and that this was helpful in some way um, through whatever struggle or sin or whatever you're going through right now and tonight. So, Until next week, be cool cats. Live for Christ.